Tori, she, hers. Sylvia, she, her, and hers. And our guest in the room. Ginger, she, her, and hers. Right on. We are at our Leftovers episode, um, getting to the stories we didn't get to in our regular episode. Uh, we're recording a Leftovers episode today because uh, this coming weekend, we will we'll be, be participating busy. in the Chick Flick. 2019. Um, annual women's only. Disc golf tournament. At Horning's Hideout. In Oregon. And um, we'd be playing all weekend long. Oh, yeah. And so our asses will be tired. Yeah. We ain't got no time to record uh-uh. after we play our game or no. our, our, our rounds. We're so, being honest, too. Yeah. This is for real. We are we not be in reality. We are not going to be able to do it. No. We already know it. Yep. We tried. We thought we could do it when we did the La Nina. And, and it didn't, didn't work out. And there we were. Yeah. So we're trying to get uh, leftovers in so that you'll have a leftovers to... Um, listen to over the weekend Tied you over and um, we'll hopefully have our weekly episode episode number 23 mm-hmm. will be out um, you know and be so. listened to during the week and then yeah. you'll we'll leave you the leftovers for the weekend yes yeah. that's my that's my try every time I edit people yeah. so you know my hey, mom like likes to, my mom likes to ask me when's the next one dropping when's the next one dropping I'm like well if I get it edited yeah. Um, so I'll try to get these edited in and out. So and that, like we've yeah. said, ain't nobody paying ain't us. nobody paying us right now. Job. So when you want to pay us a mm-hmm. very uh, lucrative salary to do our podcast, we will, we will be Johnny. Well, we'll hire our fucking producer and they'll do oh, it for us. So we, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Ginger's pretty good. I know. I'm thinking. You know? If you want to pay us, then we can pay Ginger. Yeah. We're good to go. Google search. We got a sponsor for the uh, tripods. We do, Ginger. Ginger has uh, delivered on Tuesday, ladies. So no excuses. Amazon Prime, that bitch. And uh, we're going to have a a little podcast uh, video ability now. So, um, all right. So let's get into the leftovers. Let's get it started. What you got? All right. So this is a sad one, but it's. One that I never heard of. Like, Mm. it's going to add to... Okay. So, anyway. A North Carolina father of six died after being struck by a wave at the beach. Oh, shit. How does that happen, right? Sneaker waves. Sneaker waves. Wasn't a sneaker wave. Didn't sweep him out. I'm going to read it. Father of six has died after a wave struck him on a North Carolina beach and slammed him to the sand, breaking his neck, Mm. his wife said on Twitter. What the hell? Wow. I'm like, how big of a wave to slam you? I, I mean, must have been a big this is wave. Why they while say, don't turn your back to the ocean. Lee Dingle, 37, was playing Dingle? on Oak. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I, was, I didn't want to say it first. I didn't mean. Pour a little sorry. liquor out for him first before you Dingle, start going there. I'm sorry, Dingle. 
was playing on Oaks Island Beach with three of his dingling on Oaks Island. Yep. Thursday, when the wave knocked him to the ground, Shannon Dingle said (laughs) the force of the impact broke his neck and made his throat swell so much that his brain was deprived of oxygen for too long to recover. He died a day later, despite the efforts of some heroes, including their kids, to try to save him. My partner, my love, my home, my home died today after a freak accident. That is freaky deaky. Yeah, accent. Shannon Dingle said. We met when I was 18 and 19, and he was 19, and we've been together ever since. I was supposed to be saying goodbye at 37. I don't know how to be grown up without him, but I'll learn. Dang, that was a fast bye, boo. I just, <laughs> but I'll get on. I just <laughs> wish I didn't have to. Um, and then, oh, shoot. So it, so it wasn't like he hit a rock. No. Like it literally just slammed him into the sand and fucking killed him. Yes. Yes. So Dingle had 15 years, uh, experience and graduate. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Excuse me. I moved to the wrong place. So let's see. I know. Uh, That's exactly. Yeah. I don't don't want to die like that. (laughs) Mm -mm. So Dingle's big heart, or he had a big heart in raising his six children, including four who were adopted. So this is a nice couple doing nice stuff, right? Well, let's just say we hope they were. (laughs) I mean, we don't know what their practices are, and they might be. You don't know. Maybe they had a say for it. They could be hardcore. (laughs) No, I'm saying they could be hardcore racist conservatives. We don't know. We don't know. Lee was calm, friendly, humble, and very capable. He always put others ahead of himself. So don't sound like that. Sounds like he's a good guy. He, his kind, his kind do not come along often. We will miss him terribly. Another coworker, chief engineer and executive vice president, uh, lamented the tragic death. He was a dream employee and coworker, a good friend, a loving, dedicated father, and a wonderfully kind person. He was brave, calm, and reassuring. He was somebody one would want around when conditions were dangerous or chaotic. He would be greatly missed. All right. So he probably was a good dude. Sounds like it was yeah, a good Yeah, but dude. can you imagine? I mean, I, okay. So, so you're on the beach. You're hanging out. In the water. how tall this guy is. But in looking at him, he looks, you know, he doesn't look like he's a small, you know, Napoleon type, you know, size. He looks like he could yeah, be I mean, a big size. Probably. So you're walking, I'm assuming, playing on the sand. How big must that wave I mean, you know, you have sneaker waves, but is this a sneaker wave like to slam you to the sand and bust your neck? That's that's like, I mean, what are the chances? I don't know. Obviously, in North Carolina, North Carolina, they were on the beach. I don't know how big those waves can come up and crash. I know. I mean, I think about like. I would think like, you know, on the rocks, like or like I think Oregon coast, yes. right? Where the waves can get pretty darn big. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see someone out like on, you know, the rocks or on the jetty and the wave comes up and comes down and slams, but I guess I I think uh, of North Carolina beaches like just sand and flat. And- maybe some way, oh, I mean, wow. unless he was out there waves. like in the surf, right? Like Yeah. Swimming and having fun, and then one of those big, bigger ones comes in on top of him, and pounds right and on him. And- <laughs> oh, 
Ooh, that's a, I don't want to die that way. I don't even know what that's, what you what, would have rather do. Uh, I don't well, want, I'd rather not that, die yeah, that way. Yeah, it's sad. Ugh. And so now these kids are going to be without their daddy. Yep. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Sad. sad. I feel bad. Well, I feel like bad. Going, imagine going to the beach. That's supposed to be like your fun summertime yeah. thing. And now you're like, I don't even want to uh, look at the beach. Yeah. Want to move into trauma. the inland trauma. Trauma. Uh, trauma. Well, from one sad story um, to the next. Oh. Body found in Montana, believed to be the missing two-year-old Southern Oregon boy, authorities say. Uh, Aiden Salcedo's parents, Daniel Salcedo and Hannah Janaic, were found dead after leading police on a chase in Montana on Thursday. Authorities in Montana have found what they believe to be the body of the two-year-old Southern Oregon boy whose parents died in an apparent murder-suicide. Aiden Salcedo's parents, Daniel and Hannah, were found dead after leading police on a chase to Montana on Thursday. Aiden was not with his parents, according to police from Medford, Oregon. Uh, Sunday, the body was found in a remote area in Montana, in the same area where Salcedo and Janaic were seen witnessed by witnesses earlier days earlier mm. the fbi in portland also reported um this on the, on twitter uh, positive identification of the body hasn't been made yet police said but um and the cause of manner of death won't be disclosed until autopsy is performed next week in montana uh daniel and hannah were not married but uh reported missing or and were reported missing medford police after hannah failed to show up for her sentencing related to a 2018 burglary case the case resulted in a criminal conviction, and Hannah was scheduled to begin her serving her sentence on June 11, 2019. Following the disappearance, the felony warrant was issued for arrest for Hannah. A warrant was also issued for Daniel for the same crimes. Ugh. So these were two partners in crime yeah. who ended up having a who baby. Had a baby. And, and some one of them decided that the best way out was to kill each the, other kill one the kill themselves and kill the baby That's uh but financial records showed hannah's last activity on june 3rd and 4th at walmart on center drive in medford surveillance video showed daniel hannah and aiden were together at the time she bought camping equipment among other items family and friends had no contact with daniel hannah and aiden after they went missing the parents um, and child were homeless and would camp along greenway in the greenway in medford um, family also said Hannah suffered from mental health issues. Uh, How did they get up to Montana? It says on a chase. So I from mean, here they. I drove? don't think I don't think it was like a high. The driver. Oh, here we go. Got her here. Um, on Thursday, Medford police notified about an incident that occurred in Kalispell, Montana, on Wednesday. Police in Kalispell said had stopped a vehicle with Oregon plates. Officers believed the male driver and female passengers were giving false information. The driver fled and led officers on a chase, which ended after police put down spike strips. When officers approached the vehicle, both the man and the woman, now identified as Daniel Salcedo, Salcedo and Hannah Janaic, were dead, according to police. Uh, for police, Hannah oh, was so shot they in were the head, shot. and it appeared Daniel had self-inflicted. So he shot her. So they spike stripped him before the freaking police even got to the car. He shoots her, shoots himself. Uh, but, and, but, but baby where's the was, baby? Baby yeah. was dead. However, Aiden was not in the car, and there was no evidence of the child being left in being in the vehicle. Police said that the vehicle, blah blah blah, what type of vehicle? Um, Medford police to. Said that Aiden could be anywhere between Medford and Montana after the last report, but um, 
yeah, apparently they found a body that's probably his. Uh, so that means they killed. So that means they, they killed, killed the boy him first and left him. And I'm wondering if the mom, like maybe the dad did it. I'm just saying. And then she was like, "Oh, the police are here. I'm going to tell them everything yeah. what you did." And, and sorry, boom, boom, boom. Uh, oh, that's terrible. This is when you got to pay attention to these scary oh, movies. Okay, little guy. You never ever show your hand. Don't ever say, I'm going to tell the police or I'm going to the police. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, don't. Just just yeah. say, it's okay. Yeah, we'll deal we'll with it. it out. We'll, we'll lie. And then as we'll soon as you're out of jeopardy, then you take tell your everything. ass straight to the police yeah. department. Yeah. Right? Because this is what happened to Selena, too. I'm going to go to the police mm-hmm. and tell them you've been and stealing so, from me. Yep. And what happens? Dead. Homegirl didn't leave that room. So, Ugh, people... If you have something to confront somebody with that is criminal, wait, mm. don't tell them, don't give them a heads up. I'm telling you, just this pretend, is... you know, just Ooh, pretend. Wee. Ooh, yep. wee. Pretend. All right. What do you got next? All right. So I'm holding on to my mic right now. So I'm going back and forth. So here, deputy sees DUI suspect pour alcohol into Taco Bell employee's mouth at drive-thru. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. That would be you going through, putting in an order at Taco Bell. Yeah, and you drive up. And, right. Hey, let me hey, pour we're drinking. We're partying. Let me pour. Want a drink? And then the employee sticks out and get, 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 get. And the police saw it all? All the police was right behind, behind the girl. In the drive-thru? Right behind the girl. Oh, then you're fucked up if you don't realize there's a police officer behind you in the drive-thru. Yeah. So it says Beaverton, Oregon. Oh, yep, here. Local. Cornelius woman didn't get a fourth meal when she went (laughs) to a Beaverton Taco Bell early Saturday morning. Instead, she got arrested. The Washington County Sheriff says 23-year-old, and I'm like, you're 23. Come on. No, don't be eight. You could be 18, 19. No, that's 23-year-old behavior. 23? No, that's 23. Yeah, you're barely. Uh, you're oh, just You're just getting in your party stance. Oh, you're wow. doing keggers, keg stands. You're doing jello shots. You're doing body shots. You're doing all of it. Well, 23 what, years though, old. You got 10 grand to be paying. Shit. And, and a DUI. Yep. Oh. So it says, uh, so she's 23, drove to a Taco Bell drive-thru and passed a deputy before she reportedly reached the window and poured alcohol into the mouth of the employee who was working at the window. But you got fired too. Uh, probably. <laughs> the sheriff's office said she did all of this while she was still in her car. Oh, Jesus. Aguilar Aguilar was booked in Washington County jail on charges of driving under the influence of intoxicants. The sheriff's office said she blew a 0.12. Holy blood shit. Alcohol content How at the dead? jail. How was she even driving? Yeah. <laughs> and remember, what's the legal limit? 0.08. 0.08. And she had that So one she was almost close to double. And, and they she... took that when she was in the police department. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. So they so still had gave to that, arrest her. Yes. Yeah. So Get there were still some fumes being able injecting <laughs> oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was releasing alcohol throughout <laughs> that whole process by the time that they Holy took the shit. test. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the person that Taco Bell got fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, in her. What would you do 
If that was your daughter, 23 years old, coming to the do. I say, figure it out, honey. You're 23 year old. Oh. You, you grown now. Oh, yeah. You're going to dig, you grow, grown, don't grow, grow things. Yep. Well, you grown. There figure you go, it out, boo. babe. She's lucky she didn't kill anybody. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I can't believe she was even driving. Like, yeah. how how the hell to be able to maneuver through a drive through lane <laughs> and not run over the, you know, speaker box mm-hmm. and all of that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God. I just, uh, you know, the mentality of it all. The yeah, mentality. Year old mentality. Is there a picture? Oh, of her? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, she's, okay. yeah, she's young, 23 years old. She's cute, you know, but so it's there's a mugshot. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, so don't be sharing it, not uh, sharing it. No, that wasn't the one that I shared. Oh, you're sharing other secrets over I, there? Yeah. Cause you know, I was going to bring this one to the table and then I thought. <sighs> Killing me small. Oh, wait. See, now I'm like. Wait, Killing where me small. Now I can't find it. I'll Killing go to me. your story and then I'll, right. bring well, I'll bring it up. Um, Trump delivered a speech in front of a fake presidential seal that showed a Russian imperial eagle clutching golf clubs. Oh, what a fool. <laughs> so if you haven't seen this story already, uh, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So after a 12-minute video extolling the virtues as a leader, President Trump took to the stage at the Marriott Marquis Hotel in Washington, D.C., on Tuesday to deliver a speech to thousands of young cheering supporters. Oh, That's geez. a picture of her. I just pulled it up. Yeah. She's a cute. That's her young mugshot. Latina, yeah. That's a pretty good mugshot. Yeah. She's yeah. a cute young Latina, but she's yeah. got problems with alcohol, apparently. I mean, but that's a good you mugshot. Know? Like, I, I mean, her eyes are glazed. Yeah, she looks good. She didn't look all janky. It was Saturday. And, it was Saturday like, she so looks- she was. She was prepping to go well, somewhere. It's Saturday. It was Saturday morning, they said. So that was even after a night of partying. So, hey. Either that or she started early. Ooh. You know? You day drinker. Day drinker. Um, all right. So going back to my story. Yeah. Um, so after a 12-minute long video, um, delivering a speech to thousands of young cheering supporters at the Turning Point USA conference. Um, but Trump stood enjoying the ra- rapturous welcome. No one seemed to notice that there was something subtly different about the president's seal being shown on the screen behind him. Instead of a bald eagle featured in the official seal of the president of the United States, the image featured a double-headed eagle, which bears the striking resemblance of one of the official coats of the arms of Russian Federation. The alteration seemed to be seemed designed to poke fun at Trump over his administration's controversy ties to Russia. Um, and instead of clutching arrows in its left claw, the eagle in the altered image held golf clubs. <laughs> um, and what they also didn't um, mention on it uh, in this story, though, and I actually saw in the comments, the right cl- talon had um, money, cash, cash money in it. It was grabbing cash. Um, yeah. So a visible fistful of dollars in the eagle's claw um, in the uh, and then in. And a series of hammer and sickle designs in place of the stars of the U.S. flag in the middle of the seal. (laughs) OMG. And he's out there giving his speech. Uh, The Washington Post first noticed the discrepancies. The White House told publication that the officials had not seen the image before Trump appeared on stage. Citing a reader, the Post said the fake seal resembled uh, one being sold online, um, which is a U.S. Latin with the U.S. Latin's motto, E. Perbolus Unum, which means out of many, one, had been replaced with Spanish words, 45, cuatro, cinco, es un titere, 
meaning <laughs> 45 is a puppet. <laughs> Um, the representative representative for the Turning Point USA told the post he didn't know where the image came from or how it ended up on the screen behind him. It was a last minute AV mistake and I can't figure out where the (laughs) breakdown was, but it was a last minute throw up and that's all I, all it was. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Who did it? Oh, we can figure it out. Yeah. I Obviously, mean, somebody that somebody that is this brilliant old man. And all, not all heroes wear yeah. capes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, That's I hilarious. love this. Civil disobedience, people. That's Civil hilarious. disobedience. And here he is up there, just, you know, and all the accolades. You know, he's just like. Oh yeah, with his fucking face and his fucking smile. Yeah, these people love and, me. And that, you know, <laughs> where he, yeah, just uh. oh, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> All right, well, All right. let's take a break because we're not going to make the same mistake we made in oh, the last yeah, recording. Last so we'll take a break. All right. <laughs> All right, we are back from our Two. break. What are you bringing to the table? Breaky break. All right. Um, we are going to do our final stories to wrap up our leftovers episode. Mm-hmm. And we've decided to find something and feel share something goody-ish. that's feel good. Because yeah. the rest of the stories were a little bit downer. <laughs> so Just we'd like a to, bit. Just a like bit. in on a high note here at What Are You Bringing to the Table podcast. Yes. Oh, your voice is what so low that I have to lift up your little well, microphone. That's my NPR voice. So Ooh. remember, my regular voice will be quite loud <laughs> once I start talking regularly. Oh, yes. Brown is brown can be. All right, let's do this. So what are you bringing to the table? All right. So this one is ICE attempts to serve administrative warrant to Hermitage Man. This is in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, I love this story. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I I got to raise up my glass to those members in the community. We talked at them our last episode when these folks in this community. Yes, there it is. Here to these people in Tennessee. Immigration conversation grows louder in mid-state after U.S. Immigration Customs Enforcement agents tried to arrest a hermitage man. The incident began early in the morning in the driveway of the home on Forest Ridge Drive. The man stayed in his car for about three hours, and the ICE agents eventually left without making an arrest. Mm -hmm. This really is hitting close to home, says Susan Hudson McBride, a community member. In a statement posted on Twitter, Councilman Bob Menendez, who was at the scene, said neighbors brought the man food, water, and gasoline as he waited in his car. Mm. At one point, neighbors and witnesses formed a human chain to allow the man to walk back to his house. What I did see, which was absolutely beautiful, Neighbors and community members from all over Nashville coming together quickly and surrounding this family with support. The federal officials at the scene told News 4 they tried to serve an administrative warrant. They couldn't force the man to get out of his car or his family Mm -hmm. to come out of the house. Mm -hmm. When ICE comes to your door, you have no obligation to open the door unless they have a judicial criminal warrant. Signed by a judge. Yes, it's a judicial criminal warrant. It has to be a judge. Not just an administrative warrant. Exactly. Not just you are in this country without documentation. Yes, illegally. No, it has to be a signed judge warrant. 
after staying in his car for hours, the man avoided arrest and the ICE agents left. The man has not been identified. I could not imagine how that family was going to be able to rest tonight. I mean, after something like this, something that traumatic, McBride said. Officers with Metro Police were on scene, but were not involved in the attempted detainment, according to police spokesman. Um, mayor David Briley released a statement Monday afternoon. It is my job as mayor um, is to keep all Nashvilleans safe. This morning, ICE agents attempted to detain a Nashville resident. However, the agents did not end up detaining the resident and no arrest was made. Our police officers do not actively participate in immigration enforce enforcement efforts and only serve as peacekeepers. The officers at the incident today to keep neighbors safe and secure a perimeter. I am keenly aware that this type of activity by our federal government stokes fear and distrust in our most vulnerable communities, which is why we do not use our local resources to enforce ICE orders. Mm. I will continue to work with local advocacy organizations like TRRC to make sure residents know their rights and support and resources are available for undocumented Im immigrants should the need arise. Nashville Sheriff Darren Hall provided interviews to media Monday afternoon to clarify his officer's role with ICE arrests. The sheriff also tweeted out a statement. Uh, and that's it. Yes. So his statement was, oh, I clicked on it. Um, so his statement was Nashville, Tennessee, the Davidson County Sheriff's Office does not in any way participate in immigration and custom enforcement raids, including housing those detained by ICE during these raids in Davidson in any other Davidson or any other county. Uh, the only individuals housed in DCSO jail are those who are booked on local criminal charges and are subsequently wanted by ICE. Upon receipt of a detainer and a warrant in accordance with state law, the individual is transferred to ICE custody. So basically what they're saying is if you commit a crime and you're undocumented, then yes, ICE can then right. put in a, a right. detainer. But if you're just here without papers, Joey Schmoey driving to yeah. work and back, yeah. you, you've yeah. not committed any offense. No. Yep. Exactly. So yeah. you don't have to open the door. Yep. Yep. You don't have, but I fear, like I'm, I'm so glad that his neighbors, everybody right. pitched in and yes. did something. But I also don't think that they understand this man is either going to have to stay in his home for permanent because these ICE agents aren't just going to be like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they're going to try to get him again. They're going to oh, try yeah. to get him again. They're going to, yeah. they're going to. I mean, but the, technically they can't take him either if, unless there's an actual judge's warrant for his arrest. Apparently they had that administrative warrant. I don't know what that looks like, but that my understanding is that that doesn't count either. Oh, that's just saying you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're in this country without documentation. Right. Um, but they're doing it yeah. because in another video I saw was a similar situation where they had stopped the person and pulled him out of the car. Um, and the lady was trying a lady and a guy were trying to, to stop mm -hmm. the agents and the, the agents were not wearing uh, any 
Well, they were in street clothes, but then they had like, you know, the oh, vests little... and stuff. But their cars had no emblems on it to indicate that they were ICE. There no, no official so it plates. Been, it could have been somebody. It could have been you could, anybody. You Joe Schmo get one of those things Pulled made, over. Like, hey, kidnapper. I need to take you. Yeah. It could, could be a racist yeah. that just is like, I'm going to pose as an ICE agent so I can, you know. Yeah. Kidnap people and snatch somebody. Serial killer out there. Exactly. Oh, let's not give any ideas. We'll let's yeah. not give any ideas. <laughs> I don't think they listen to our podcast. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I saw the the video is really cool to watch if you mm-hmm. haven't seen the video. And then even in the video, the the Nashville officer is in it, and the guy is asking, like, "Are these people wanted for any kind of crime?" The cops like, "Nope." And are they a risk? Nope. Are you going to do anything to, you know, get the? It's like, nope. Like, I don't have, I'm just here to make sure that everything's safe. Yeah. That we don't have a riot on your hands. That's all I'm here for. Yeah. I'm here to watch. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Good for Tennessee folks. Good job, Tennessee. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, My good news story is first USA, U.S. National Park to offer heavy duty wheelchairs for disabled video visitors to enjoy the scenery. Oh, you know, I don't even know why I didn't. Well, this is my able bodied privilege. Yeah. Of that I didn't even think about this. Well, like people in wheelchairs, they can't go hiking. They can't do things. No. you know, Or go to the beach. Right. It, like, especially in those that right? are wheelchairs. Yeah. Like you can't go out. So able-bodied privileged people. Yeah. Um, where you get to use your legs. This national park in, in Michigan has just become the first to implement heavy-duty wheelchairs as a means to allow disabled visitors to enjoy their trails. The track chair is a wheelchair that has been equipped with treads to navigate the steep hills and sandy trails of Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore. A track chair program, which was launched in May, was created by Friends of Sleeping Bear Dunes, an organization that specializes in making the park more accessible to visitors. Here at Sleeping Bear Dunes, about half of the park is designated wilderness, so in those areas we can't do a lot of maintenance or changes to increase accessibility. Group Board Chairman Kelly or Carrie Kelly um, told CNA, so CNN, so the better option is to have a vehicle that can take the person into these areas so they can experience a trail as is with as it is without having to make major, major modifications. The track chair can currently only be rented out for use for the 1.5 mile long Bayview Trail. However, the organization's, organization says the track chair has already been utilized by dozens of visitors. The track chair is free for visitors so long as they reserve it several days in advance. Friends of Sleeping Bear soon hope to purchase an additional track chair for young visitors to use at the end of the summer. They hope that other national parks will implement similar programs in their own parks so that everyone can enjoy the beauty of nature regardless of their disability. That's good. That's and good. I know that they That's have good. beach wheelchairs here in Oregon. Oh, what? Really? Yes, because a friend of mine oh, whose sister okay. is disabled yeah. used it. Oh, they have right. big, those big, big, big donut wheels. wheels. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And you can take them into the water so that, what? you know, people can feel the water. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, good news, yes. people. Yes. All right. All right. Well, well that's, that's the it. end of our leftovers episode. Yeah. Our assistant Ginger. Yeah. We'll be going back to California. Too soon. Too soon. Wait, we Too might have soon. to have her call in as our assistant and do our googling and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying that my uh my Google searches have gotten really weird in the last hour and a half. <laughs> You gotta have that pack with your best friend to clear your history if you ever yeah. die. 
They got to have all your passwords, yeah. clear my history before we have any kind of investigation. Like and like, on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. BDSM, yeah. safe words. Wow. I would say don't delete until you review because who knows? The murder oh, well, the could be right in right there. there. Yeah. And here we yeah. are thinking, hey, it was a suicide or well, exactly. it was this or it was yeah. a... All the while, she's chit-chatting with I'd some... I'd like to put it on record. Do not review. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if my murderer is in there. Do not review. <laughs> Just delete it, he raised. <laughs> I will go as an unsolved murder. As a cold case. <laughs> she's going to have a... Uh, uh, Just do her, not review. Her DNR is not do not resuscitate, but do not review <laughs> internet history. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. thanks for listening. Thank and until you. next time, nos vemos. Nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs>